This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright souls. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I've got a emotionally charged topic for you today. (laughs) But it's so important. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk to you about this. Because if you've ever been through a divorce, or a relationship breakup, or even if you're single and never been married, or you're looking for that perfect partner, this is the show for you. And the reason I wanted to make this episode is because there's so much shame and judgment around relationships. If you've never been married, people after a certain age wonder, why haven't you gotten married? Why don't you have kids? So there's judgment. If you are in a long-term relationship and you broke up, then they're wondering what's wrong with you? What's wrong with the other person? Judgment. Worse yet, if you've been married and divorced, oh, that's baggage. Now there's more judgment. Not to mention how harshly we judge ourselves when we make a decision that later turns out to be not working for us anymore. So I'm not going to say that it was the wrong decision, but we just basically hold ourselves accountable for knowledge that we didn't have at that time. So it could be that you judge yourself. You could judge yourself for being single. You could judge yourself for ending a marriage or ending a relationship. All of this is something I really want to talk to you about today. So decades ago, it was imperative for survival that we meet a partner and that we get married because women haven't even been able to vote very long. Women were supposed to be staying inside the home where the man, you know, went out and made the money. And so women for survival, whether they would like to have same sex or not, they needed to marry and partner and have children because that's the way that we survive. So there's a biological drive in there. There's also a religious indoctrination that came about where you need to get married in order to have sexual relationships. You need to get married to be okay in the eyes of God. And so there's all of these cultural drives and belief systems that are still kind of lingering around, but they don't apply as much today simply because women can now work. Yes, equality in the workplace is still not where it should be 100%, but we can work. And men and women both can choose same-sex partners if they want. They can actually have children from other means besides partnering with someone. And so we actually have more choice and we're able to show up for ourselves and we're marrying out of love instead of survival. So it's shifted things. And we have to give ourselves permission to grow and evolve with what is going on right now. In my own life, in my healing practice, and with friends and family just over the years, I've just really noticed that dysfunctional relationships come about as an opportunity to heal. And we don't know they're dysfunctional typically when we enter the relationship. So usually when you partner with someone you know, there's, there's all these different types of uh, factors that draw us to one another. So I don't want to get into all of that. But what I will say is that I don't know a single person that chooses to enter a long term relationship or even goes as far as to marry someone who thinks that's not their person. We always think it's our person. And I believe that it is our person for the moment because there's something there for us to learn. We just have to look for it. And so I will just use myself as an example. So I married really young and I married despite red flags. So when I met my daughter's father, we got along very well. We had common interests. It was very easy. 
We love to laugh, joke around, have a good time. But he had some things about him that didn't align with my value system. So he liked to lie a lot and he would sort of like manipulate people and he wasn't honest. Those things really bothered me. They were red flags for me because they didn't align with my value system. From his perspective, he thought that I was too rigid in the sense that I like to be on time. I like to keep my word. For him, he wanted me to relax. So I also didn't align with his value system. So aside from all of the red flags, I was very insecure. I had just lost a brother. I was very codependent. I came out of a broken household, all those things. And I had no example of self-worth. I had no example of health and, and a healthy relationship. None of it. So I married him against my intuition. And I even stayed in the marriage, planned the birth of my daughter because I knew I wasn't happy, but I was too worried about what other people would think at that time in my life if I ended the marriage. My ego was too big because some people had said, mm, I don't know if I'd marry him because something's not right with him. He just doesn't seem to be on the up and up. He seems sneaky. And I'm like, no, no, no. You know, at that time, I wasn't doing the work that I'm doing now. I mean, this was, I was fresh in the military, early 20s, you know, brain wasn't fully developed, all of that. So, you know, three years into the marriage, we planned to have my daughter, she came into the world. And then I discovered all of the ways in which he was, you know, cheating, adultery, all the lies, secrets, and I chose to end the marriage, it was toxic. So I ended the marriage at that time, I initiated it. And there's no regrets from that standpoint. And the way that I see that is, this gave me the opportunity to one, bring my daughter into the world and she chose to come in to learn whatever lesson she chose. I did the very best I could. I didn't have access to the stuff that I have access now. You know, I didn't have access to this information then. So I'm not going to hold myself accountable to know information that I didn't know at that time. At that time, I wasn't strong enough to stand on my intuition. I was so confused. You know, I was just broken. So I'm giving you this example because I'm thinking on some level you may be able to relate. So I ended the marriage and I was proud. I actually set a boundary and stood up for myself and, and showed up for myself. So although it was hard, it was a really important part in my development and a really important part in my story. I was single for 10 years as a single mother. I can talk about this from a single standpoint. So as a single mother, I was judged all the time. I was judged all the time because it's like, oh, when did you have that baby? Was it out of wedlock? It was all the judgment, you know, trying to, and I could feel it, you know, and, and it hurt my feelings at that time because I didn't have the tools that I have now. And it even went as far as the married mothers of all of the children from school. You know, we'd have like school events and all the mothers would get together and try to do things. I wouldn't be invited because they didn't want me around their husbands, which was absolutely absurd. But I wasn't included because I was single. So there was a whole other aspect of exclusion because they didn't want me around their husbands. And honestly, that's their own insecurity because I don't want anybody else's husband. <laughs> and I would never do that, you know, but it's, it isn't about me. It's about them. And so there was this whole little lonely type of exclusive, um, being excluded. And I know this happens with single people in general, because they're not part of the club. And I have this conversation a lot with single people who say all their friends are married or coupled, and they're kind of the third will. 
and they're not included in couples dates and things like that. So I totally get it. And it really shouldn't be that way. But that is just the culture that I'm really working to shift in myself. And I'm really hoping that as a collective, we can shift it. Because it's, it's honestly, it ought not be it really ought not be. So fast forward 10 years when I married my second husband, I was very clear when I met him and married him. Um, I was already doing my intuitive work. I was on the healing path. I did all my checks and balances. There were no red flags. His energy was very clean. Of course, I scanned him with the energy healing techniques that I had at that time. And so I had the go ahead to, to go move forward with the relationship. So that's what brought me to Colorado. And there's been lots of blessings in that. So I totally know that it was divinely guided. It was supposed to be. And so once we entered the relationship, I thought this was my person. And then I started noticing how I was avoiding conflict. I'm a conflict avoider. And he had, he had uh, like an emotionally charged reaction to things that really made me feel as though it wasn't safe to share with him. So there was a few times where I would share things and then he would like blow up emotionally. And I'm like, okay, I'm not saying anything to him because I'm a conflict avoider. So that's on me. So if I had been the person I am today, I would have stood very firm in my boundaries and said, when I do this and you react this way, it makes me feel this way and I'm not going to tolerate this. I'm no longer going to sit and tolerate this. So I would have set very clear boundaries, which I, I did not. And I know that there were ways that I behaved that activated him, upset him. So it goes both ways. We're both really good people. We just weren't the right people for each other. We were meant to come together for a certain time, but not forever. We didn't know that at the time. <laughs> so it's like, we aren't fortune tellers. We don't know the future. We can only make the best decision we can at any given time, which brings another layer of judgment. So when I was, when I had made the decision that I needed to end the marriage, and I mean, gosh, I think it was like three years past due, to be honest, but I was trying my very best to you know, raise my vibration, his vibration, heal it, you know, doing everything that you do so that you know, you gave it your all. And I had someone ask me, well, since you're so intuitive, and you do intuitive work, do you not know that you're about to enter a marriage that's going to end in divorce? And it kind of made me chuckle. It's a, actually, it's a brilliant question. And I think it's one that a lot of people have. In fact, I can recall watching a spiritual teacher who had been married five times doing interviews, saying she'd found her soulmate, but you know, fast forward years later and that ended in a divorce and she ended up being married like five times or something. And I was even wondering that myself. But what I have come to realize is that just because you follow your intuition doesn't mean that it's going to erase all lessons and that you are going to get exactly what you want. You're going to get exactly what you need. If you follow your intuition and it leads you down a path that you didn't personally want or desire or choose, it just was part of your lesson. You aren't perfect. There's things that you have to learn. But I believe for me, part of the lesson was choosing myself. A lot of times we, you know, we come from a culture that says, if someone wants to be in a relationship with you, then you're worthy. You're chosen. So you want someone to choose you to choose to partner with you. But what I've learned is that it's important for me to choose myself. And this is something that I hadn't really learned, but it, it goes as far as, you know, what do you want to eat? Like say like you want something to eat and you're with someone who always has to have it their way. It's just as simple as saying, actually, I would like to have this. This is what I would like. And standing firm into the little things that you want, because honestly, the more you do that, the more you raise your vibration, the more your confidence increases and the more your self-worth increases. So... 
I really believe that the relationships up until this point have just really showed me the ways in which I've shown up my codependent patterns, even when I thought that I'd healed it, there's little sneaky ways it gets in there, such as, you know, going to watching a TV program that I don't want to watch just to please the other person. And I'm not saying there's compromise, but in my particular situation, it was not balanced. So I was very drained and exhausted and always trying to just hold things together by the seams. And that's not the way I want to live my life. And I don't want to be in a relationship with someone when I'm stewing in resentment, when I don't, when I'm anxious around them, when I don't want to be around them. That's not fair to either person. And I have found in many situations, people stay together in that state just because they're too afraid to leap into unknown joy. The known misery is more comfortable. So they just stay in the known misery instead of releasing and leaping into the unknown joy. So I just wanted to give you this little message that if you have been through a divorce or a breakup, congratulations. That is a very courageous act. It is more courageous to leave a toxic relationship than it is to stay in it. So congratulate yourself and give yourself a pat on the back for showing up for yourself and standing up for yourself. And not all relationships are toxic when there's a fork in the road and it's time to leave. So I'm not saying that it has to be toxic, but we know in ourselves when the relationship has taken a turn and when it's time to end the relationship in all areas work you know home romantic partnerships friendships we know that and so when you are courageous enough to honor yourself and honor your own intuition and your own wishes you are showing up you're being courageous and I just want to commend you and it's okay and if other people judge you for it and they will that's okay. That's their own insecurity, their own shadow they're projecting. And if you've done it, hey, recognize that in yourself, forgive yourself and shift it. Because I like I said before, I know I have done it before. And so it's something that I really have to look at, like, where did that come from? Typically, it comes from our own fear and insecurity. So that's an invitation to shift that and elevate that and really dig inside yourself to figure out where does that come from? How can I shift it? What needs to heal? And then get going on it. And the more that we heal and grow, the better we make the planet. Because when you show up as a whole version of yourself, when you have boundaries, you give other, pe other people permission to have boundaries. When you say no, instead of yes, when you really want to say no, you give other people permission to do the same. The next thing I just would really love you to consider is why is it that you even want to be in a relationship? If you do, maybe you don't. If you're single, are you single because you have an avoidant personality and you're afraid of getting hurt? Or do you truly want to be single? It's really just about a deep dive. Why would you want to be married? Is it because people judge you because you're a single parent or be, you know, you're having pressure from your family to get married because it's the thing to do? Do you really want to get married? Are you getting married for the wrong reasons? Are you expecting someone to take care of you? You know, it's like really just getting honest and clear with yourself about what it is you want and why you want it. And when you really begin to dig down, you can uncover, you know, things that you may need to work on. And so for me, every experience is an opportunity to go within because all relationships are just a mirror. It's reflecting back to you what is going on with you in that time space reality. And you can really use the relationships in your life to see where your progress is. Because I'll tell you, my relationships now are way healthier than my relationships 20 years ago. 
I've gotten better, but I'm not to the level that I would like to be, or at least I wasn't in my previous relationship, but I've been single over a year now. So I'm, you know, I'm getting there, but I'm taking this time to work on me and I'm enjoying every moment of it and spend time with my daughter and really just trusting the process and allowing myself to be guided. So if you're in the same boat, I commend you and I want to send you tons of love and I also want to do a healing. And for this healing, I really just want to help you dive deep. And I also want to flood you with beautiful healing energy so that you release judgment of others and yourself if you are experiencing that. So go ahead and uncross your arms and legs. And I am just really setting the intention of clarity for this healing. I honor where you are on your path. Cleaning your spiritual cord. where we've judged other people raising my hand I've done it it's part of the human condition also running shields on you to give you strength and protection Thank you for listening to this in its entirety. I know I wasn't as structured in my format. I sort of just shared from my heart and my intuition. I really hope that it helped you in some way. Hop on over to my website, blendedinsight.com. Get on my newsletter, my mailing list. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel where I post new healings every week. If you need to reach me, you can drop me a line at susan at blendedinsight.com. I so appreciate you. I wish you the brightest, most beautiful, liberating, freedom-filled day and week. As always, I'm sending lots of love. I so appreciate you. Leave me a review. Take care. Bye-bye.